I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a house I would buy you a house Welcome to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. Excuse me, had to clear my throat there. Uh, got a little tingle going on there in this segment in our neighborhood spotlight, Camden Point in Ackworth. And are do-it-yourself projects really a good idea when it comes to preparing your home for sale? Don't forget, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back. You can share ideas with us. We love that. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast. It is available on all major podcasting platforms. Go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on podcast. It'll give you a link to all the different podcasts on all the different platforms. Same podcast on all platforms, but all the podcasts on all of the different platforms. Each week, we pick one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes over the last few years and it's mostly average sales price days on the market sales price list price ratios to help you understand as a homeowner in that neighborhood how you might have a particular advantage or if you have a particular advantage in selling in your neighborhood and this week we're featuring Camden Point in Ackworth for those of you familiar with the area if you're on 75 go to Barrett Parkway 75 north to Barrett Parkway cross over turn left and cross over 41 or Cobb Parkway on the other side of Town Center Mall. You turn right onto Stylesboro Road, then right onto Mars Hill, and the neighborhood is on the left. It is Camden Point. Almost 400 homes in the neighborhood. Our, our counts are sometimes a little bit off, but my guess is it's somewhere around 400 homes. In 2019, there were 31 homes that sold. They took an average of 58 days to sell. The average sales price was $355,735. Now, that ranged from a low of $300,000 up to a high of $460,000. The sales price to list price ratio was 98.4%, which means the average home seller discounted their home 1.6% in order to come to an agreement with a buyer. In 2021, year later, there were only 26 homes sold for the year, a nice decrease or a decrease of five over the 31 from 2019. They took 42 days. So it went from 58 days to 42 days. That normally means the market's getting it healthier, heating up. Prices went up $21,000 for the year to $376,785. That ranged from a low of 290 up to a high of 500,000. Sales price to list price ratio was 97.7% which means the average home seller discounted their home 2.3%, which is much more than the 1.6% discount in 2019. Doesn't mean that the market was unnecessarily, it was necessarily unhealthy for that year. It could be one seller just simply overpriced the home and had to reduce it more. In 2021, year to date, through just a few days ago, there have been 26 closings. There have actually been 27 in the past 365 days. Took an average of 14 days, so it went from 58 to 42 to 14 days. So took an average of two weeks for a home to sell. Average sales price, $426,000. If you look at that, that is 26, 36, 46. That is about a $50,000 increase year over year. And really quite amazing when you think about it. Low sales price, 196000 Gosh, I wonder what that was. Up to a high of 535,000 sales price to list price ratio, 101.2%, which means homeowners in the neighborhood on average sold their home for 1.2%, 1.2% more than they listed it for, which is a big difference from the 97.7% in 
in 2020. There's currently one home for sale in the market. It is listed at $450,000, which is a little higher than the average sales price, which means you have 0.444 months worth of inventory. Let's just round that to 0.5 months worth of inventory, which means you have two weeks worth of inventory, which makes sense when you think about it. If 26 homes sold year to date, then it would take two weeks to sell the one home that is in the neighborhood. 0.5 months worth of inventory is a seller's market, and it is a screaming seller's market. It means there are more buyers out there looking for homes than there are homes available for them to buy. So that we know that that one home, if we look at just what happened in the last 12 months and we project what will happen moving forward, that one home will be sold in a half a month. So if you live in Camden Point and you think you want to sell your home, man, wait till there's no inventory on the market, none, and then put your home on the market. You'll be surprised at how much interest your home will get. Now, 391 homes in the neighborhood in 2011, the average sales price of a home in that neighborhood was $215,654. 215654 Prices have almost doubled since 2011. In 10 short years, prices have doubled, which means homeowner equity in that neighborhood has increased $82.5 million. Homeowners in that neighborhood have $82.5 million more in equity right now than they did before. I'm not sharing that information to brag for the homeowners there. I'm trying to help people understand in many cases, there's so much more equity in the homes today that homeowners really have a lot of options when it comes to selling and moving up or downsizing or upsizing or whatever it might be. 82 and a half million more options in the case of Camden Point. Schools that serve the neighborhood are Pickett's Mills Elementary, Durham, is the middle school and Alatoona is the high school. Alatoona High School gets a school chimp score of 84. If you're the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with their kids' education or the school's effect on home values, you probably should get a school chimp report yourself, only available through GoGaddis Real Estate Radio. You can go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on School Chimp. You'll answer a few questions. It won't take long, probably 15, 20 seconds. You're going to choose a school, and you're going to tell the system to either compare it to all schools in Metro Atlanta, the, the average of all schools, which is the default, or you're going to tell it to compare it to one specific school. Your choice, you get to drive it, and it's going to give you a ranking or a rating for that school, which is, in my opinion, one of the best ratings you can get or rankings you can get for schools in Metro Atlanta. It's also going to give you a lot of demographic information and real estate sales data, so it's going to tell you the percentage of homeowners homes that are occupied by homeowners versus renters, the average age of a home, the average educational attainment of parents in the area, the um, uh, average household income in the area, and then it's going to give average sales prices and days on the market and total market for sales and total size of homes that have sold in the area, and it's going to give you that on an annual basis for the last five or six years. So lots of information, and the only place in the world you can get it is gogaddisradio.com. Click on School Chimp. School Chimp's name is Clyde, and Clyde and all his little chimpanzee friends are back in the back of the system putting those reports together directly for you, and I know Clyde would love to put together one for you. If you're looking for a home and you are frustrated because you show up a day late and a dollar short, could be that you're looking on the wrong website. Well, if you'd like to know the right website, I suggest you use suremls.com, S-U-R-E, MLS.com. Now, you're probably thinking, well, all websites are the same, but they're not. 
In Metro Atlanta, we have a unique situation because we have two listing services, and not all homes are listed in both of them. So if you are looking for a home that is north of I-20, then most of those homes are listed in the first multiple listing service. And if you are looking for a home for sale in that area, and one of the homes is listed in the multiple listing service, the Georgia multiple listing service, and not the first multiple listing service, you might not see it. But if you go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, you're guaranteed to see it because we pull listings from both listing services in Metro Atlanta because we don't want you to miss anything that might be a possibility of being the right home for you. Love this question. If you're confused on what you should do yourself prior to selling your home as a do-it-yourselfer and wanting to know is it worth it, listen to this listener question. It's from Jill in Lawrenceville. It says, I am pretty handy. My husband thinks we can handle a few DIY projects before listing. Are there things we should look for before starting? And I'm going to answer this question a couple of ways. I've got some questions you should ask yourself before you do a DIY project, especially before you do one for selling your house. But I would say, just Cleve's answer, if you're interested, that you should only do a project if this is your second, third, or fourth time doing it. I don't know if you can relate to this, but every time I do something for the first time, I wish the heck I had never seen that project, thought of that project, because I don't have any experience. And I know I can watch all the YouTube videos in the world, but the reality is there's nothing better than having the actual experience of doing the project because you know how it's supposed to look. I got a new rolling tool chest for my garage the other day, and I was scared to take it out of the box because I didn't know how to take it out of the box. And so if I'm now, I, I actually watched the YouTube video, so I figured out how to get it out of the box without tearing it all to pieces. But the reality is, is tackling replacing some tile or fixing a faucet or or making some repairs or even painting. I just I don't do it very often, and so I'm not very good at it. So my recommendation is. If it's your first time doing it, the answer is you shouldn't be doing it before you sell your house. You should hire somebody. But here's a few questions. First one is how complex is it? The bigger and more complex a project is, the greater chances it might be too much work for one person. I can relate to that. Do you have the skills for it? That's a question you should ask yourself. The answer to that for most things for me is no. Next question is could you damage your home? Could you damage your home? I decided I was going to do some electrical work one time. And the answer in that case was yes, you can you could damage your home. I had to have several of my circuit breakers replaced. And I am one of those people scared to death of electricity. Like if I'm going to work on my house, I shut the power off at the end of the cul-de-sac. <laughs> so there's no chance I'm going to get electrocuted. So I don't have any idea what I did to screw things up. Next thing you need to ask yourself is what your time is worth. The reality is that a lot of us have a job. And we make decent money, and so if it costs us more to do it ourselves than to have somebody do it, I don't see the benefit in doing it. There are um, there are many, many people who tackle many, many projects, and there are lots of people out there who are they're set up and they're ready to to actually you know do a project. Um, not everybody fits that mold, and I would encourage you if you don't really have the confidence you know how to do it, I would encourage you to think twice and maybe let a professional do it. I am so thankful you've joined us for this edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on the Saturday before Christmas. I hope you have a wonderful week leading up to the holiday. And if you do not celebrate Christmas, I wish you the best and the happiest of whatever it is you celebrate. My heart is with you. I appreciate you in Metro Atlanta, and we'll see you next week.
9 a.m. on Saturday. We'll talk to you then.